0: to the first Down Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Jackson. Week 5 preview show. We are back up and running. Yes, um, unfortunately our software took a, well, my software, took a crap on me um, over the week. So I was unable to get week 4 preview and recap show out there. Hope everyone is able to survive though. Um, a lot of news happened between now and then, so let's get caught up. And I'm just going to be real, I'm, I'm low-key nervous right now about uh, the season possibly getting postponed or them uh, get stopping for right now, but the uh, the COVID, corona, it's, uh, it's, it's making its way into the NFL, unfortunately. Um, Cam Newton, I saw, was the first guy on Saturday. Titans and Vikings players from last week as well, too. Um, I believe Pittsburgh and Tennessee's game got delayed to week seven, so now, just coming out earlier, um, today was Stefan Gilmore, cornerback from the Patriots, tested positive. So, oh, my God, it's on fire. It is all on fire. Um, got to stay positive, though, you know. Aside from just keeping football season alive, we just got to keep wearing those masks six feet apart, practice, you know, safe practices, and, God, we just, ah. Uh, let's get it together so we can get back to, to life and enjoying the things we all enjoy and everything, you know, not have to worry. But yeah, aside from that, t- turning back on more towards football, you know, this it's unfortunate some of these players now are starting to get hit with COVID and and not for, you know, missing out or anything. You, just, you hope these guys are okay and able to recover and, you know, it doesn't have a, uh, a long lasting effect on them and especially, um, Just being professional athletes as well, too, you know. So but that's pretty much the news we had going on. Um not too many injury bugs. I mean, I'm sure everyone's up to date with it, especially after waivers. So I'm gonna go ahead and trust in y'all doing your homework. But we're gonna get down into the week five breakdown. Preview every game. Gonna give you guys some of my likes, dislikes in each of these games, give you guys a game winner, and I'm gonna go for an upset of the week this week, try to get back on track but let's start with the Thursday night game Buccaneers versus the Bears Tom Brady is starting to get it going a little bit um he isn't perfect he's but he him and this offense is getting a little rhythm I did see OJ Howard is out for the season and I think that's gonna actually hurt a lot because Gronk is not Gronk um he, yeah, it looks like they just use him for blocking purposes. So maybe Cameron Brait might be the beneficiary of this or Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller and Miller waivers is someone I was looking at picking up this week. But they Brady goes to him a lot. And especially when Godwin um, is out, you know, Mike Evans is getting matched up against the best corners. So, you know, Scotty Miller I like actually in this game against Chicago who has a pretty decent defense as well. Um, but yeah, you're going to start Mike Evans. You're going to start Chris Godwin if they're out there. Um, as for the running backs, uh, for I could see getting a lot of touch in this game due to just LaShawn McCoy being out. Uh, so Keyshawn Vaughn's getting it thrown in the mix a little bit. And I mean, Rojo's still there. So the running back game, I mean, it is a little spread out, but I mean, in this game against Chicago, I, I like, I like what Leonard Fournette brings to the table um especially just yeah this Bears defensive line is pretty pretty tough so I can use him as a hammer and uh really take over but on this Bears side they they seem to be a little more pass happy now which I like so you know you're gonna throw in your Allen Robinson um other than him I'm not too much of a fan of anyone else on this Bears offense no one's really been popping in especially against this Buccaneers defense who has been better in the past weeks um, I got the Buccaneers, though, winning this one. And possibly even someone you can start on the defense is stream the Bucks defense. That might be something you want to look at. But let's jump over into Sunday's games, and we're going to start off with Bills-Titans. This game is going to be, I think, possibly one of the best games on Sunday. You got two undefeated teams. Two, I mean, I would say the Bills' offense is... is uh, A powerhouse right now especially with josh allen that back there at quarterback he's starting to emerge i mean maybe an mvp vote he he's one of the top five guys i think you could start putting that uh that name up there with him as mvp but we'll see how the season progresses but yeah bills titans let's start with the titans aj brown needs to come back already he's he's been he hasn't been really anything this season unfortunately uh, this is a game where I think he can make an impact if he's healthy. Aside from AJ, though, of course you're starting Derrick Henry. Um, I don't really love Derrick Henry against this Bills defense. They seem to be pretty stout against the run. And In the passing game, the one person I could see having some success is uh, Jonu Smith at tight end. like Jonu a lot, and especially with Corey Davis going on IR today. Adam Humphreys is on the COVID list, so... You know, targets are going to be thrown everywhere, but I could see Janu. And then, of course, I mean, if A.J. Brown's out there, he's going to get the targets. He's going to get the looks. He will be matched up probably against Tredavious White on the Bills' defense. But those are pretty much the Titans I like there. On this Bills' side, of course, you're going to start Josh Allen. Guy's been going nuts. Um, Other than that, though, I like Diggs. I like uh, John Brown, Smokey Brown in this game. Both good deep threats, and they've. Actually, Josh Allen's been hitting these guys, you know, often and possibly even, too, just having blow-up games, both of them. I like both the, the wide receivers in this game. And even, I mean, just it's so hard to really pick out anyone on this Bills offense because they all do really well, except for the running backs. I'm not super sold on the running backs, but, like, Cole Beasley someone you can maybe throw in a flex, hope for a high PPR game if you're streaming at tight end Dawson Knox he might be someone you want to look at you know the Bills offense is actually growing and it's due to the growth of Josh Allen at quarterback I think that's what's gonna really give them the advantage in this game so I got the Bills winning this one starting off the season five and oh next game and oh this is gonna be a snooze fest Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans Oh, lordy, 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 man. Deshaun Watson, they got rid of Bill O'Brien, the head coach, this past week. Um, I'm curious to see how the Texans' offense is going to look now. I realistically think that they're just going to give Deshaun Watson the keys to the car and just pass, 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 get David Johnson in there a little bit and pass, pass, pass. I could see this becoming a really big pass-happy team. Um, Not that, you know, they already were, but really I think Deshaun's going to kind of just take over. And especially in this game, you know, two teams that aren't really good um, that are probably going to finish the season, not really winning a lot of games. Uh, On the Texan side, though, I do like Deshaun Watson. I do like David Johnson. Now, Will Fuller, I've... (sighs) I've kind of scaled it back for Will Fuller a little bit, you know. At, at best, I think he's a flex play in this game, just due to the deep. You know, he catches one deep ball, gets in the end zone. That's you know your weak right there. You're happy. But other than that, man, this wide receiver options on on Houston are kind of slim, you know. And it's Deshaun kind of just hitting whoever's open, and which is good if, for Deshaun if you're Deshaun Watson owner. But other than that, it's not too hot. On this Jacksonville side, though, you know, this is a game where I would stream Gardner Minshew, and I think this can be a high-scoring game, and especially the Jaguars putting a lot of points on the board. Um, Of course, James Robinson at running back. Hopefully you guys had listened to some earlier shows and grabbed him when he was still on waivers. He has been someone that has been carrying my team, thank God. Um, But aside from James uh, Robinson, DJ Chark is back in the mix. Uh, looked like he had two touchdowns last week. So I expect more good things to come from DJ Chark And then yeah, Minshew's just gonna he's got a good wide receiving core with the vicious LaVisca, Ch- LaVisca and Keelan Cole So I could see Gardner really just spreading all over giving love to all the receivers um, Of course Chark's gonna be I think the main component the main guy you're gonna want on this offense, but if you're in need of a stream, uh, Chenault or Keelan Cole are guys you possibly want to look at at that flex or wide receiver spot. But of course, in this game, I'm actually going to go with Jacksonville. Um, I'm not really huge on how Houston's playing right now, and especially with the switch at coach. Um, I think that's going to bring a little more turmoil to the team than expected. Our next game, though, is NF- and, oh, excuse me, AFC North. Bengals versus Ravens. The Bengals actually won a game last week. Um, they've been close in a lot of their games too, you know, and just except for against the Browns. But aside from that, they've been able to to hang in there, and I like what they're doing on uh, on offense. Joe Mixon finally got in the uh, in the mix actually last week. Uh, three touchdowns total. Joe Burrow, he's having a really impressive rookie campaign. Um, I like his uh, what he's doing. Just he seems comfortable. Unfortunately, that offensive line has left him to get blasted time after time. But other than that, on this offense, A.J. Green, put him on the bench. Do not, ah, uh, I'm just, we got to see it first. Luckily, though, A.J. Green is going to be matched up probably against Marlon Humphrey, the Ravens' best corner, which is going to leave uh, Tyler Boyd probably getting shadowed by Marcus Peters, who I think he's just, he can destroy Marcus Peters, Um, So definitely start Tyler Boyd. I like Joe Mixon. And um, we're going to give some love to T. Higgins, the rookie. I really like that him and Joe Burrow are getting a connection started early on in the career too. Um, Literally, T. Higgins to me is just going to replace A.J. Green um, as being the new number one on this team. And I see it happening sooner than later. And yeah, hopefully you picked up T. Higgins in waiver wire this past week. If he's still out there, he may be someone you want to snag down the uh, down the stretch, and especially once injuries start hitting, especially once COVID, uh, you know, hits a couple of your players, you're going to want to maybe throw someone in there who can give you a, a high-ceiling game. And I think T. Higgins still has a couple of those games left in the season. On this Ravens side, though, I expect them to eat. Um, Lamar Jackson, I think Marquise Brown can finally get a, a big game for you. Mark Andrews, he's going to – I just. He's gonna dominate in this game. I can see it now. Um, and then this Ravens running uh, offense. You know, I could Mark Ingram. I like J.K. Dobbins has been losing, you know, a little touch here and there, but I wouldn't be comfortable starting him. But he's someone I could see probably getting a receiving touchdown at some point. I do see the Ravens blown out the Bengals in this one and taking it home. But we're gonna move on to our next game, and a game of just again two or at least one of these teams just stinks. The Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. The Atlanta Falcons, they are the flashiest, worst team I've ever seen. Um, 0-4 on the season. And with the weapons they have, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. uh, Yeah, I'll throw Todd Gurley out there too. Matt Ryan, and these guys still don't got to win. I do think they're going to get the win this week, and this is why. For the exact reason of those guys I just named right there. I think that offense is going to be able to pretty much blow past the Panthers um, defense. I know the defense has been actually somewhat unexpectedly good this year. But this is a game where I see Atlanta taking care of business. Getting that first uh, home win. And win on the season as well too. And Carolina just, I mean, mean—they—they they ha- since Christian McCaffrey went out, they have won two games in a row. But this is just a, an offense I don't see that defense um, being able to keep under wraps. But let's talk about the Panthers' offense, though, because the Falcons' defense can't keep anyone under wraps. And with that being said, Robbie Anderson, start him. I could see Robbie having a really good game. Uh, DJ Moore as well, too. I like both of those receivers. Mike Davis, if you got him, you're starting him. He's the backup. He's going to get the touches. Um Maybe even Teddy Two Hands. If you're looking at streaming quarterback, Bridgewater may be someone you want to look at. And I do see this game being uh, a, a lot of points scored. I do think the Falcons are gonna blow them out, but it, I think the Panthers will put up at least you know somewhere mid to high twenties. So you know that's gonna be production for some of those players on the Panthers. But Falcons getting the first dub at home. Next game we're going to jump to is the Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. So I know the NFL world was a little nervous after seeing Stephon Gilmore and Patrick Mahomes. Literally face-to-face saying good game after Monday night. Uh, Chiefs players all came back. uh, Tests came back negative, so that's good. Um, But in this game, I can see the Chiefs just doing what they've been doing all season, and that's winning. Uh, 4-0 on the uh, start of the season. I can see them. No, not see them. They are going to go 5-0 and to start. I don't see this Raiders team being able to keep up with that offense. Um, and then on the Raiders side, I mean, well, let's start on the Chiefs real quick. Mahomes, Kelsey, Edward Tiller, Tyree Kill, and I would even throw Sammy Watkins out there this week. That's how confident I am in this Chiefs offense. Uh, Sammy's been a gadget guy, which is nice. Tyree Kill, though, I just... This is going to be, I, to me, this is going to be a blowout. I think this is going to be a big blowout. I think the Chiefs are just overall going to overwhelm this Raiders off uh, defense. And um, I think all these guys are going to be able to get some touch, get you some fantasy points in this game. Uh, chief players, that is. On the Raiders side, um, this Chiefs defense has actually been pretty good this year. I mean, you're going to start Josh Jacobs. Uh, Derek Carr, nah, not even streaming. And Darren Waller, though, I think he's going to, I mean, Tyrone Matthews is going to probably shadow down on Waller a little bit, so it's going to hinder some of his production, but I think Waller is such a dominant presence on this Raiders offense at tight end and just being so damn big that he's going to get his touch, he's going to be able to have a good game. Um, Other than that, on this Raiders offense, there's no one that's really sticking out to me other than uh, Waller and Jacobs, and that's unfortunately why I think they're going to take the L on this one. We're going to move on to our next game. And, oh, the poor Jets. The New York Jets and the Arizona Cardinals. Man, the Cardinals started off hot and then got cold real quick at 2-2. And and the Jets are... Are they tanking for Trevor? Is that something that's going on? Because they are not looking decent at all. But we got the Cardinals winning. They just... They have the better team, the better offense, all around better weapons. But we're going to talk about the players you're going to want to start on this Cardinals offense. Of course, Kyler Murray, D-Hop. Been loving their connection. This is a game where I could actually see D-Hop kind of possibly being the top fantasy scorer in the wide receiver position this week. Um, There's no one on this Jets defense that is close to being able to hold him. So I could really see him having a big blow-up game. Uh, this could be a good game for Kenyon Drake. He's been struggling this season thus far, and I could see him finally getting going in this game. Uh, Kingsbury, though, I think they're going to throw everything at this Jets uh, defense. You see a lot of these receivers all get in touch. Uh, Christian Kirk, too, is another guy who they need to get going. But aside from that, we're going to go ahead and talk on the Jets side. And Jamison Crowder, and that is it. Don't think, don't question it just if you have Jamison Crowder you can start him because he sees the most targets gets the most production he pretty much is the Jets offense um yeah it's and so it's so sad what's going on in New York but you know Jamison Crowder owners though and I'm one of them he's when he's healthy he he's giving you over 10 points and that's solid at a Especially if you're weak at wide receiver and have some depth there. You know, Jameson's a, a wonderful asset piece to have. And he's someone you maybe even want to consider trading for once we're going to get into trade talks maybe in a couple weeks. But, you know, start putting some feelers out there, seeing what you can do. But got the cards in this one. Let's move on now to the Battle of Pennsylvania. That was disgusting. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Eagles got a dub. They are in first place. Oh, man, it's going to hurt me to say this. The Eagles are trash this year. Oh, and it's, I, it's clearly, for me, it's just injuries. This isn't a bad team. They don't have bad players. They just, them, the Denver Broncos, the New York Jets, um, plagued with injuries this year. It's unfortunate. But let's go ahead and get down in this game because there are some guys on fantasy that I like a lot. We'll start with this Eagles side. Um, unfortunately, I'm not huge on Carson Wentz this game, you know. He's been struggling. Um, and his, Pittsburgh's defense is, again, one of the top five, I think, not that I think, that I see each week they've played. They look pretty uh, pretty in control of what they're doing, um, able to rattle quarterbacks. Uh, the Steelers are 3-0 on the season, so... I think that's going to be bad news for Wentz. I do like this game, though, for Miles Sanders. I could see him getting a lot of production, a lot of look. And same with the tight ends. You know, they're going to get the targets. They're going to get the production. But as for someone to trust on this Eagles offense, it's it's really hard other than Miles Sanders because you know he's going to be – I mean, he's the running back one on the team. So they're going to try to produce through him. And, yeah, other than that, the Steelers defense, I think, is really going to lock up this Eagles offense. Um, but let's get on to the Steelers side, and Big Ben is someone that you can start full go. Juju Smith-Schuster, I like Deontay Johnson, um, Chase Claypool, maybe? If you're in a deep league, I would I would throw him out there. I like it. Um, and then a tight end, too. Stream Eric Ebron. You know, this Eagles defense is a little tough, but I think the Steelers have too many weapons um, on this offense, and it's going to going to wear down this eagles defense and i could see this game getting out of hand kind of quickly with pittsburgh taking the dub there at home let's move on now to probably what's going to be the biggest blowout on the week and that is the la rams at the washington football team oh man they, this washington team i they're going to get destroyed in my eyes um no hope at all but we'll go ahead and break it down on the rams players that i do like jared goff stream of if you don't uh if he's on that waiver wire you need help at quarterback i would pick up golf for sure this week uh same with cooper cup you're gonna want to start him robert woods tyler higby at running back i believe daryl henderson is the starter um we'll keep updates though because it looks like malcolm brown is back though too and uh cam makers is questionable so that could be you know maybe a game time decision but you know, if you have any questions, feel free to hit the Instagram up on that. But yeah, I like this Rams uh, team all around, and even the defense. You know, stream the defense against this Washington team. I think they're gonna really have their way with this team this week. You know, on this Washington team, it's sad to say, but I actually would not even start anybody. It's not a good matchup for Antonio Gibson at running back. Definitely not a good option for uh, Dwayne Haskins. Like, if you're doing that, you're just crazy. And yes, we we talked about scary Terry in the past, but this is one of those games where I would look to sit Terry McLaurin. Um, he's going to be matched up against Jalen Ramsey, and just have you if you've been keeping up with the Rams a little bit this year, Jalen Ramsey has been destroying wide receivers and shutting them down. He shut down Amari Cooper week one. Uh, he shut down any Giants receiver last week. And other than that, just like even the I think the only receiver that had some some work on him was Stephon Diggs um, from the Buffalo Bills. So I'll give Diggs that, but there's no one on this Washington team, and especially Terry McLaurin, I don't think he's gonna have his way with Jalen Ramsey. Unfortunately, it's gonna be a bad day for McLaurin uh, owners. And of course, if you're in a you know in a pinch situation, do I like it? No, but you know maybe a garbage time touchdown he might get you that. But Rams winning big in this one. All right, let's jump on to, this is going to be an interesting game. The Miami Dolphins at the San Francisco 49ers. I think Fitzpatrick is going to blow up the Niners. Oh, I said it. And this is my upset of the week. I'm going for it. This is it. Dolphins are going to go to San Fran and get the dub. Here's why. This Niners defense is hurt you got the Dolphins finally kind of I guess as healthy as they could be Devontae Parker uh Preston Williams Gesicki I don't even know what they're doing at running back you know it's Brita Joho Gaskin they don't they're kind of like uh the Buccaneers just a big rotational uh backfield back there but uh I like Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I would even say stream Ryan Fitzpatrick this week if you need help at quarterback. He this is just gonna be a pass happy team. This could actually be a really fun game to watch, too. Um but aside from that, yes, I like Dolphins offense, Devontae Parker, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh deeper leagues, Preston Williams, and at tight end, not even in deeper leagues, tight end start Kasicki with confidence. But yes, this game is going to be sneaky fun because this Niners offense has some really athletic gems. On top of that, with Kyle Shanahan's coaching, this can be a, a good highlight, good highlight game for uh, for the week. Um, I do like on this Niners offense though. Whoever's that running back? Let's just put it there. They are they got such a rotation up there. Um, but if I had to start one, of course, you know you want to look at McKinnon. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. was someone being talked about, but it's yeah, it's really unpredictable to really trust one of these Niners running backs, but I'm going to go ahead and say McKinnon. Uh, Kittle, if you had him last week, he did not disappoint. Um, I expect Kittle to have another big blow-up game like that. Uh, aside from that, as wide receiver options, um, Brandon Ayuk's kind of hot. I mean, he they don't really go to him too much, but he he does some things whenever he gets the ball. So he's someone even, too, if you're kind of struggling with the injury bug or just have guys on buys. Um, I like Ayuk. Um, even at a flex play, I mean, I hope you're not that depleted at wide receiver to where you need to rely on Ayuk. But I think he's someone that's going to get in the end zone again this week. And again, this is my upset of the week. I have the Dolphins... Traveling cross-country to the Bay Area and getting the dub. All right. Moving on. NFC. Giants versus Cowboys. Man, my Super Bowl pick is not looking great. Oh, man. So if the Giants beat the Cowboys in this game, the Cowboys are in third in the division. That is... They are the best one and three team I think I've ever seen. <laughs> like Dak Prescott has thrown for sixteen, uh, one thousand six hundred and ninety yards already. He's on pace to at least hit seven thousand. This is crazy, just, and it's their defense, unfortunately. But for this game, I don't think the Cowboys defense is going to be too rattled, and the Giants offense. We'll start on the Giants. It's Daniel Jones. He he had a good, I mean, maybe week 1 if that, but since then, I mean, two only two passing touchdowns on the year, five interceptions. I mean, the only guy he's hitting with those two touchdowns anyway is Darius Slayton on the deep ball, which that actually might be something that happens this week. You know, I do like Darius Slayton in this game. There's no one really in this Cowboys defense that can Play deep, and uh, that's what Slayton does. He he gets his his work down the field. Um, he is the field stretcher in this in this Giants offense. Uh, aside from that, Devonta Freeman he can be you know reliable at running back, and then Evan Ingram at tight end. Um, I like his matchup here as well too. On the Cowboys side, I mean you're gonna just start them. They they are a high caliber offense. Unfortunately, they're just not getting the W's. But I like. Dak Prescott, of course, QB two on the year thus far. Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, Ceedee Lamb. I don't know about Michael Gallup. He he seems like he's getting the uh, he's becoming the odd man out. But if you have him, I start him. Try to see if you have some options, but if not, start him. It's not a terrible start. Um, hopefully, at your flex or wide receiver two spot. And the one guy I like on this Cowboys offense, I believe it's uh, Schultz, the tight end. He's been getting a lot, especially with this Cowboys team being really pass heavy. He's been getting a lot of looks lately. So he might be someone you want to look at at tight end, at picking up and possibly even streaming and starting in this game. And lastly, though, um, Cowboy fans have faith. I do. I'm not even a Cowboy fan. We're gonna be all right. All right. You can go and be all right. Let's move on to this next game and we're gonna make this one quick the Denver Broncos at the New England Patriots <sighs> so I'm better I really wanted the Broncos to lose to the Jets last week like I'm all in for tanking for Trevor Lawrence for cleaning out the cl- uh, coaching staff <sighs> Elway's gotta go man I need our way out he's had too many chances just go back to selling selling cars, or step down to team president, whatever. But we need a better leader in the uh, front office, and that's just it. Unfortunately, we're probably not going to get that anytime soon. But in this team, uh, in this game, unfortunately, you know Cam Newton's not going to be playing. I do not like Stidham uh, at quarterback at all. There's honestly not too many guys on each of these offenses that I really like. I mean Edelman. This Broncos defensive backs are pretty solid, so, you know, Edelman might be locked up this game, honestly. Um, I do like in the run game, though, Sonny Michelle, Damian Harris, we're starting to get some more touch. Uh, Other than that, though, you know, there's no one on this Patriots offense, especially with Cam out, that really excites me. And I feel like Cam really is the heart and soul of this Patriots team, honestly. And they're going to be without Gilmore, which means I think the Broncos are going to have a pretty. pretty good day on offense and i think the key components of that are going to be jerry judy and melvin gordon uh even tim patrick stop sleeping on tim patrick he's been getting his as well too uh, you know those are the bronco players though that i like especially judy he's really starting to step up and with not having stefan gilmore there to lock up against i can see judy having his way um especially and this is gonna be a pass happy game i think or at least for the Broncos side. Uh, Melvin Gordon though he's been super productive, taking advantage of every uh, touch, and yeah, this Broncos offense they're trying. I mean, they're at least they're using the weapons and they're making things happen. I, I got the Broncos taking the dub though in this one. Uh, unfortunately, I think the Patriots are just at too much loss and dealing with the whole uh, COVID thing with Cam and everything's a huge distraction. So I got the Broncos taking the dub in this one. Unfortunately, let's move on now to our. Let's see. We got three more games. Our last game in the afternoon slate before the Sunday night showdown, but that is the Colts and Browns. This is going to be an interesting game. We got two, three, and one teams. The Browns are three and one. Never thought I would say that anytime soon, but yeah, it looks like a, a sleeping giant woke up finally. And this Browns offense is what we expected it to be last year, but. They're here now, and they're doing it. Baker Mayfield's got his swag back. He's been playing pretty good. Unfortunately, they did lose Nick Chubb. I do like Kareem Hunt, though. And, you know, it's going to be probably a split backfield, but out of all the running backs back there, I think Kareem Hunt is the most beneficial. Not only because he'll see some first and second down work, but he's also the passing, uh, pass-catching running back in this offense. And I think they're going to use that a lot, especially against this Colts defense, which has really improved throughout the year. Um, of course, Odell, you're going to start him, especially after the week he had last week. Incredible, he finally looked like Odell. It's good to see that Jarvis Landry as well. He's someone I like a lot, especially just with targets and what he, his work in the slot against this Colts offense. I mean, excuse me, defense. And uh, Austin Hooper at tight end. He's been getting a lot more action uh, recently as well too. So I like Hooper at the tight end position. And yeah, I got the Browns winning this, uh, but we're gonna touch on the Colts side because the Colts have been winning some really ugly games and some games I expected them to really take, you know, control over, and it's more they just went at the buzzer. Uh, Philip Rivers is doing, I, right, you know, not nothing spectacular. Same with uh, Jonathan Taylor, the rookie. They just they do enough to to get by, and for starters on this Colts side and let's just say now ty hilton is nowhere to be found um don't like him in this game don't know how i feel about him with the rest of the season um we're looking at wide receiver options it's you know the Colts are kind of all over the place with it and it seems like the main guy that philip rivers has a uh, connection with is the tight end mo alley cox he's been kind of big these past couple weeks um but other than that i like i think naeem hines is going to get a lot of work in this game and Jonathan Taylor, they're probably going to try to wear down this Browns defense from the running game. And then just see what Phillip could do in the passing game. And it's so it's so tough because it's like you want to try to start T.Y. Hilton. You know his potential. You know what he can do. He's going to be matched up with Denzel Ward. And this Browns defense has really been a lot, a lot better than, uh, than expected. But, yeah, I got the Browns taking the dub in this one. Now to our Sunday night game. This is going to be uh, it could be a good game. In the past, whenever these teams match up, it's been pretty good games. Uh, this one I don't think is going to have as much as much flair. Um, I could see the one team really taking away with it, and that's going to be the Minnesota Vikings at the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks, I got win in this one, man. They are – Russell Wilson might get the MVP this year. I mean, as good as Dak's playing, Russ is playing just as well. Um, doesn't have as many passing yards, but 16 touchdowns already this year. He is going nuts. Um, this whole Seahawks offense is going nuts. Chris Carson has been doing his thing. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Greg Olson's getting involved a little bit too. I love everyone on this Seahawks offense. Love just you know starting them against this weak Vikings defense. Um, I see the Seahawks just again. It's going to be a fireworks show. You know, these guys are going to light it up. They're going to light up that scoreboard. It's going to be a really, really good game for the Seahawks. And on this Viking side, you know, the great thing about that, though, is they're going to be playing from behind, which means they're going to be passing the ball a lot. Of course, Dalvin Cook's going to get his touch. But for those pass catchers, I love Jeff, Justin Jefferson, and I love Adam Thielen in this game, especially with Jamal Adams being out on the defense. He is kind of the heart and soul of this defense. He's been that spark, aside from Bobby Wagner. But... I could see the Vikings, you know, put some points on the board as well, too, and especially with those two wide receivers and Cousins just getting rid of the ball, then just, yeah, it's it's unfortunate this Vikings team isn't as good as they could be, but they are a team that can put points on the board, and I think it's going to be an overall really great fantasy game for both teams, though I do have the Seahawks winning big in this one. And finally, our Monday night game, the Los Angeles Chargers at the New Orleans Saints. There's another team, Chargers, Saints. It's been interesting. The so Chargers look like they could have been 4-0 right now. And the Saints look like they could have been 4-0 right now. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Both teams, though, have great assets on the on offense for fantasy. I love I mean Alvin Kamara, if he might win fantasy MVP, possibly. I mean, I know it's hard to, to weigh him up against the QBs that have been really dominating, like Dak and Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, you know, those guys. But, you know, if you're telling me a running back right now, Kamara looks like he possibly is the best running back in the league this year. Um, consistent has just been, the honestly, the Saints offense. And hopefully Michael Thomas is back out there. Um, If he is, I expect him to be matched up with Chris Harris Jr., so he should be able to get some work. Uh, I like Jared Cook, too, at tight end in this game. Uh, This Chargers defense is a little beat up. And on the Chargers side, it's hard to doubt Justin Herbert. Um, He's really, really impressed. I mean, him and Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's got a little edge on him, but Herbert's right there, um, just playing with so much confidence, so much poise, and... He's making some incredible throws this year, and especially uh, last week against Tampa Bay, um, his athleticism too. You know he he's much better than advertised, and I like what he's doing a lot, and I like him in this game too. You can stream uh, Justin Herbert in this game. I, I'm very confident in what he's going to be able to do in this against the Saints defense with uh, the weapons he has, too, with Keenan Allen being out there. Uh, hopefully Austin Eckler's back. I don't think he will be, but. Which is even better though because now you got joshua kelly getting a lot of more touch and he's someone i know you guys have all picked up in waivers so you can benefit off of that but yeah look for herbert to spread the ball all over uh keenan allen again i think he's going to be the number one asset on this chargers receiving game uh ho- hopefully hunter henry can get thrown up in the mix too but i think it's going to be just an overall good game for herbert to spread it out Um, As for defense, though, too, of course, I mean, you're going to start Drew Brees. Am I stoked about starting Drew Brees? Not really, but he's been consistent here and there. So in this game, though, I think the Chargers are actually going to surprise a lot of people and beat the Colts at home on Monday night. Um, But other than that, that wraps up our week uh, week five preview show. want to thank everyone again just for the support the love the understanding for last week's um just funk we had um again hit us up on instagram always here to answer any questions uh for lineup or waiver wire injury anything like that but let's go ahead and get our shout outs out there and get on with the week shout out to and i don't even know it's a shout out but trump got covid I hope it was an eye opener, and that's all I'm going to say. Other than that, we got the debate going on. Uh, clap two times. <claps> Kamala Harris went in. Love seeing that. And just other than that, man, this week, this yeah, it's been a, it's been an interesting week for sure, and especially in the NFL world, um, you just want to pray and hope that these players are being safe and you know taking the right procedures on just. Being, uh, you know, socially distanced and, yeah, overall just not jeopardizing not only the, the themselves but the season as well too. You know, so other than that, Lakers up three one. Um, damn, LeBron and AD are a good combo, man. Uh, we'll see if they can close it out. I expect them to. I wouldn't be mad if the Heat won one more game and made it a little more interesting, but overall, it's. It's good to have sports back. He also got baseball going on, too. San um, Diegoans, uh, San Diegans, San Diegans uh, hoping for our Padres to bounce back against the Dodgers. But it's great to see that we have playoffs in, uh two of those sports and they are able to finish the season. So shout out to that and to getting, um, you know, those guys back to playing and being, you know, us and being able to enjoy it overall. And same thing now goes for football. Fingers are crossed and to keep progressing forward. But other than that, that's gonna do it for our shout outs today. I'm gonna to say it again. Get out and vote. If you have not registered, like you gotta be proactive about this. Let's go. You know it's almost here. We gotta do this. Make your voice is heard, your voice matters. But that's gonna wrap it up. Good luck to everyone this week. Hope you guys all kill it. And of course, we'll be back Monday night with the week five recap again at the first down fantasy pod on Instagram. Or my handle even, at Rupert Putkin. Um, You'll see it on our IG page as well. I'm also on the uh, First Down Fantasy Pod IG page as well. So if you can't get a hold of me there, hit me up on the direct. I will answer and be there for you as much as I could on any fantasy questions. Other than that, have a great and safe weekend, and we'll see you next time.